This is the Kabbalah of You, a fascinating approach to understanding yourself and accepting others. Here is Lori Palatnik. Let's get into Chaim. First, we'll do Chaim manifested in soul. The word Chaim means life. These are people who see the depth of ideas, the depth of people, the depth of life. A Chaim soul is a thinking soul, a person whose main pleasure happens between their ears. Their main drive is for wisdom and understanding. Our forefather Jacob embodied this quality. The Bible described him as the man of the tent. He studied all day, as opposed to his brother Esau, who was a man of the fields, a hunter. A person who has this type of soul drive tends to be way above average in intelligence. Not just smart, but a type of intelligence that could be described as, you know, out of the box. They're the creative geniuses of the world, and the most complex of all the types. What you see is not what you get. They are deep, very deep, and their minds never rest. Their main pleasure, again, happens between their ears. But because they are out of the box, other people sometimes have a hard time understanding them. They are the most misunderstood of all the types, and they know it. A kid who is a Chaim soul is the one in class or the one in the family who feels different. That's usually not such a great feeling, even when you're an adult. Chaims are the minority of types, unless you're Russian, a society that grew up reading War and Peace and not Harry Potter. For some reason, there is a disproportionate amount of Chaims amongst people from the former Soviet Union. I've spoken to Russian audiences, and their drive to understand on a deep, complex level is really quite astonishing. Being a Chaim soul, it comes with challenges. Their strength is in their ideas and insights, not necessarily in social graces or repartee. They tend to be introverts, but not always. And you'll find them at parties in the corner, having a deep discussion with one person, a rocket scientist, on the existence and importance of black holes. You would think that they would do great in school, but Chaims have a very hard time with rules, regulations, structure, and authority, which is a very big problem. Because guess what? We live in a world of rules, regulations, structure, and authority. It's painful for them to work within a set system because they feel restricted and, again, so misunderstood. They march to the beat of a different drummer. And for some reason, a lot of Chaim souls have very early memories, and they hold on to them. But not only do they remember the good things, they also, they can hold on to the not-so-good things. These are the types that can carry grudges, remembering times they were wronged, analyzing it to death, and thinking it through over and over again, sometimes with no resolution. These are the most neurotic of all the types, as their over-analytical nature can take them away from the joy of just being here and now. They kind of look spacey or zoned out, because their minds are living in a different world of thought and analysis. They live in Jaime land, in their head, and their default, when they have downtime, is to go there. Chaim souls, they often come into this world sunny side down, and they see that glass as half empty. They have to fight their pessimistic nature. They tend to overthink things, and they need to work on getting out of their heads and connecting to people here in this world. Chimes, because of their superior and complex intellect, they, they would be great in a think tank, in research and development, or as that 
You know that absent-minded professor? He's a chaim. They may lose their keys, their phones, their wallets, and they can't remember their, their passwords on a regular basis. And they may forget to take out the garbage, but they're the inventors. They're the architects of big ideas, and their depth makes them infinitely fascinating to be with. The positive of a Chaim saw, we need out-of-the-box thinkers and creative geniuses. The challenge, it's not easy feeling so different and misunderstood. Now let's talk about Chaim manifested in body. Just as a Chaim soul is a thinking soul, a Chaim body is a thinking body. It's the person who is extremely perceptive, off the charts. They see the depth of a person. If a person walks into the room, a Chaim body feels who they are and even understands how they're feeling even before they say a word. If you ask someone, how are you feeling? And they say, fine. A Chaim body is picking up. They're not fine. They're not fine. Because a Chaim body, they, they see beneath the surface. They feel it. They're not just hearing the words. They're picking up on the tenor of the voice, their body language, just the whole vibe of that person, the energy coming from that person. A Chaim body, they, they have inner radar. They're walking barometers. Chaim bodies are also, they're the spectators of the world. They sit back. You think they're not engaged, but they're taking everyone in. They've got everybody's number. They don't just buy what a person is presenting to the world on the surface. They pick up on all the nuances, and they see them for who they really are. This is why a person who is a Chaim body can sometimes get cynical. For seeing people who they really are can sometimes be pretty disappointing. This ability to read people and understand them, it's a gift but it's also a curse. Because when you're a Chaim body, you can't shut it off. They're picking up on everything. That's why sometimes they can masquerade as bracha bodies. Bracha bodies, which we'll talk about later, they love to sleep, just for the pleasure of sleeping. Chaim bodies, they also love to sleep, but not for the pleasure, for the escape, because it's the only time they can really turn it off. Chaim bodies, again, tend to be pessimists. Why? Because their awareness of the world and people is so acute, they can't help but feel all of the conflict, pain, and hypocrisy too. They pick up on everything. It's not easy being so aware. It's actually an easier life being a little dim. It's nicer, but perhaps not with the same potential. Because of all this awareness, a Chaim body can sometimes, they can get down and depressed. And they can also get into substance abuse. They, they need something to, to buffer between them and all that pain in the world. But if used properly, a Chaim body, they can do so much good. They, they make great therapists. The patient says one thing, the Chaim body therapist is picking up that there's something else going on. And then they're able to probe and get to the real problem, bring it to the surface, and hopefully resolve it. They also make great parents. Even before the child articulates that something's going on, that they've got a problem, the parent who's a Chaim body, they're already picking up something's going on. They know something's going on even before the kid does. And because they feel people's pain, they can be extremely empathic. Can you imagine being in counsel with somebody and they get you, they feel your pain? It's great for you because you're in counsel, but it's not easy for the Chaim body 
because they often, they hold on to it. But if you're married to a kind body or you have a friend who is a kind body, you feel, you feel understood. How many people really get you? A kind body, they, they, get, they also make good salesmen because they understand, they get who they're talking to and who they're trying to, 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 to make that sale with and they can adjust their pitch accordingly. The spouse of a Chaim body, you know, also feels understood. It's great when your spouse gets you, but sometimes you don't want them to get you. Sometimes you, you want to hide your feelings because maybe you're mad at your spouse, but they, they pick up on it. Even the way you say hello when you answer the cell phone, they know something's wrong. With a Chaim body, there's no hiding. The positive Ochaim body, their deep awareness of people means they make great therapists, great clergymen, parents, friends. The challenge, they can't turn it off. It's not easy being so aware, especially if you're in a home or a work environment where there's conflict and strife. So that was Chaim, both in soul and in body. Who are you? Let's find out together. Join us for the next episode when we'll explore the defining characteristics of a bracha. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.